This is the High Hopes Podcast. High Hopes! It's a bunch of baseball nerds talking about the Phillies on Odyssey in Sports Radio 94 WIP. Best lineup in Philly's history. It's, a, it's like they are so freaking loaded, man. And and Trey Turner. Uh, it's Trey really Turner. it's really hard to put it into perspective that like they made the World Series. They got to game six of the World Series. They're right in it against the best team in baseball. And like they didn't just sit on their hands and say, well, that was great. That was fun. That was, you know, like we're just happy to be here. They said, bleep it. Go bring me Trey Turner. And I just thought it was so funny that, you know, about an hour, hour and a half before that, the Met, the, the cute little Mets. Oh, <laughs> oh, you signed Justin Verlander. Oh, I'm so scared. I'm so scared of Justin Verlander. And we're like, bang, how's Trey freaking Turner sound? How does that sound, Steve Cohen? Um, and to make it even <laughs> to make it to make it even funnier, James, um, <laughs> the Yankees announcing a three-year extension or whatever for Brian Cashman. All while this is like, I tell you what, it feels good being the new uh, the new, new Yankees, Yankees and, I mean, and new Red Sox. It's it's I mean, a good seriously. It's a really good place to be at, and uh, like. Again, shout out to John. Uh, shout out to the Jack. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's just is what it is. I mean, let's let's be consistent with the bit, Fritzy. I mean, we got to be real here. He's, he's back. He's Jack with a capital freaking J, man, dude. He's given out two three hundred plus million dollar contracts in the last four years. Like seriously, but dude, like, but dude, but the most three hundred million dollars, Jack. I, I I understand, man, but. It's only $27 million a year. Like, I know. I know the years are shocking. I know the $300 million price tag is, is shocking. But, like, dude, imagine how much of a steal. First off, Bryce is the biggest bargain in baseball. Well, yeah. not, I mean, on there's... A, on an average, on a, on a, his it, $25 million a year for Bryce Harper is, is absurd. Yeah. Like, one of the, one of the biggest will... steals in baseball. Yeah. And the, and... The, it's the back end that you worry about. But, look, it, everything's going up. The The... Values go up, you know, 27 million for Trey Turner, you know, seven years from now is going to look absolutely absurd if, you know, he ages as we hope he can age. And I, I do think he's going to age better than I think a lot of people do. So we'll get into it all. But I mean, like the first thing that comes to my mind when we talk about it, though, is is Jack, Jack Milton, where like, again, he just said he's like, here you go, Dave. Here's the keys. Go out and freaking 
drive the Ferrari, buddy. Like, go out. We're going to go out, and we're just going to get Trey Turner. Like, none of this BS. We're not waiting till February. We're not playing the Machado Harper games. We're not doing – like, we're just going to go give $300 million to Trey Turner. He's going to be Philly. Like, man, Jack, that happened today, dude. And they did it for the holidays so that everyone can get their, their Trey <laughs> Turner gear. I mean, got to wear number seven, right? I mean, um, yeah, I think seven's a good number for him. You know, makes up for Mike Alfranco and Pedro Florimon. Uh, is it, <laughs> yes, is that's it, the go-to number seven there. Anyone else? No, of course I'm forgetting. But, um, dude, it is, uh, it's, it's really, really exciting um, where you're at. And you start, like, mixing around with the lineup and you just you you put all the pieces on there you're legitimately gonna have like super freaking talented players batting seven eight nine like that is what it is um and we know that harper's missed the first half of the year or whatever um but but when he comes back like they're just gonna be stupid man like they're just going to be a (laughs) stupid stupid baseball team and like we're legitimately like first off we're beyond back but we're so back to the era of like every night being in the ballpark and it being a party and like the fact that they signed Turner who is just a, a doubles triples machine and like just the thought of, of him just going for third um and eventually yes I, I'm willing to say this on this podcast James he's gonna hit for the cycle and oh, we, we yes, don't we yes. don't have to deal with the David Bell nonsense End anymore. It. It. It's a- absolutely over. Um, but just like how exciting the top of the lineup can be and like how fast they can jump on you. Like, I think they'll probably bat Turner leadoff. Um, but even if not, like I kind of want to bat Schwarber leadoff just so people continue to be mad about it uh, for another <laughs> I season. I know you do. I know you do. Um, but like imagine, imagine just how fast they can jump on you, James. Like, whether it's Schwarber, whether it's Turner, whether it's Harper batting in the two-hole, you know, like, all of a sudden, you're facing just just superstar, 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 and then you go, like, hey, maybe Reese Hoskins uh, is, is going to put 30 homers behind me. JT's the best catcher in baseball. Castellanos, like, can hopefully bounce back. And the thing that I'm looking through the lineup and, and trying to compute is, like, what if Bohm and Stott just continue to get better? Mm-hmm. Like they already took a massive step forward. Why last wouldn't year. they? They're twenty four, twenty five, or whatever. I know, I mean, but like it, it would be I'm not even. If they didn't get better. I'm like barely even considering it. That's well, how. That's how Castiano's thing. Is. You threw Castiano's away in there, but I mean, look, I don't know if he'll ever be, you know, Nick Castiano's twenty twenty one Nick Castiano's, but he's going to be better than he was this year. There's a zero percent chance he's worse. I feel so confident that he will be a better hitter this year, and even if he gets anywhere close back to that guy, I mean, you have a lineup with five dudes who are making over 20 million in it. I mean, that's it's, like, it's absurd. I'm speechless talking about, it. I mean, you have, you have guys, you have guys who made the all-star team at, at five spots in your lineup. You guys who are, are, and a couple of them are like perennial all-star type players. I mean, Trey Turner, you know, we talk so much and Turner had a, a slower start to his career because of injuries and all that type of stuff. But I mean, he is a Hall of Fame caliber baseball player. If he is able to age gracefully, I see the guy. It's funny because Isaac Schwartz in the chat is saying the guy I thought of like he's like Barry Larkin. Like that's the type of player he is he is. He is Barry Larkin. He is that t- he's faster. But and Larkin was a good runner, too. But he's like a Barry Larkin type player. Like He is a Hall of Fame caliber talent. Like they have multiple guys in this lineup who are. 
Hall of Fame caliber players. And again, you know, Bryce is going to get there, but you know, Turner's that level of baseball player right now. And that that's, I mean, it's crazy, dude. I mean, they just added a Hall of Fame caliber player to a team that came within two wins of the World Series, of winning the World Series. And, James, they added a, a world champion. I mean, Trey Turner has been a world champion before. He is best friends with Bryce. I like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I mean I, we I, already have the clubhouse chemistry thing. Let's just add to it, buddy. It's beautiful. I did well up a little bit of Bryce's Instagram. Just with like uh, 34, seven back together or whatever, like thir- 347 every day. It's like, Oh, this is just perfect. You have the, you have the Kevin long connection that yeah, is obviously, which is, not, which is not nothing. Like, I, no. I think well, that matters. Well, think about the last two offseasons, James. I mean, it was it was Schwarber was his guy last year, and yep. this year Trey Kevin Turner's Kevin Long. Who knew the key Who knew? to everything? <laughs> Master recruiter Kevin Long and the Michael Jordan of hitting coaches. Although Michael Jordan wasn't a great teammate, so it seems like a weird comparison yeah. by A Rod, who is a dynamic, <laughs> who is a dynamic broadcaster. I will say, um, but you but you you think about that, and the the, the part that I totally forgot about is like Howie Kendrick's a part of this organization too. Who they won a World Series together? Like, like, there's so many connections here. His, his wife is from Jersey. Like, think about, think about South Jersey. You got JT, you got Harp, you got Trey Turner. I mean, just like a Dom squad for the next couple of years of like youth baseball in the South Jersey area. Um, I mean, seriously talk about heating up. I mean, these guys are here for a long time. They're here for a long time. Um, but, but, dude, like. Like Trey Turner's a Philly dude. Like, yeah, how, I, in yeah. what world? In what world can you compute that Trey well, Turner has joined? Like, imagine James when we started. Not even when we started this podcast. Imagine after they fired Clemtac, that we would be sitting here three years later, three and a half years later, with Dave Dabrowski, who you and I wanted all along. Um, two Harper's, years later. Two years later. Two years later. Whatever. Don't care. Yeah, pi- uh, the twenty twenty was a long bleeping year, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just please please don't let facts get in the way of a good story here james yeah, um yeah. but imagine at that point you say to yourself okay in two years we're gonna have trey turn nick cassianos kyle schwarber and they're they're at game six of the world series um like i would have said you're crazy like I, we did this podcast and it's called high hopes and we kept our hopes high but it was like I don't know, man. It's so hard to like see the path to a championship. It was almost here. an ironic title. At, yeah. a cer- at a certain point, we we came up with the title with the best of intentions, and at a certain point, it, it became irony and a joke and and almost a parody of itself. And and here we are, <laughs> like it's real. It's real, and 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 they have legitimately created a juggernaut. Like this is the 2011 Phillies version of that rotation in the lineup. Like, like they already on paper had a ridiculous lineup heading into last year. It like didn't totally live up to the hype. And then they added Trey Turner to it. And it's also insane that Turner and Turner and Stott are going to cost less on an AAV value that Gene and Didi did last year. Like, like I mean, that's such a difference maker. That's insane. And the AAV is fascinating and it's an interesting Look, the Phillies are really the first team to kind of employ this this strategy of these long, drawn-out contracts and going with the AAV, but saying, all right, we're going to take the hit on the back end of these contracts. And again, I do think there's a lot of logic to it in the, in the fact that the 
not only are the salaries going to go up so that those salaries are going to look like less, but the competitive balance tax is going to go up. It goes up every year, you know, and, and if baseball keeps, you know, making record, you know, money, which it always will, because these guys can afford to spend. Thank you, John Middleton, for actually knowing that and spending. Um, you know, I think it, it's a really interesting strategy. It's going to be fascinating to see how this ages. But I think for right now, you know, it's it's what we talked about, right? I mean, the, what did we say in the perfect offseason? What did we say right after the season is seize the moment. This is a moment here. And John Middleton absolutely listens to the High Hopes pod. And he knows to seize the moment because that's what he's doing. And, and something you were talking about, just, you know, when we keep going back and be like, Trey Turner's a Philly. Oh, my God, can you believe it? And like we get hit with that and it just hits us. It is it is crazy to just think about. Because again, I, I do go back in time to to the Bryce Harper's of Philly pod, and I think about just how shocking it was that that guy chose us, that that guy, that the superstar, the biggest free agent of our lifetime, you know, almost maybe, you know, at the age and the, all this stuff, and and that like the the superstar said, "I want to play in Philly. I want to go to Philadelphia." Like. That doesn't happen to us in our lifetimes. It's so minuscule the amount of times that this happened to us. And now for it to because and 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 look, and on top of that, we've got other stars like Schwarber and Cassianos, who, you know, legit guy at the time and all coming in. But then but like within within a four-year stretch that we get the you know two prize Hall of Fame cow, one of them the all-time free agent, but then this offseason getting the the top guy on the market again for 300 million. That he's choosing to come to Philly this whole time. It was just like Trey Turner's coming here. It was like a fate of complete the whole time. It was all like, oh, well, we're just getting Trey Turner. Him and Harper, best friends, wife from Jersey. He wants to be here. Hearing rumors, he wants to be there. Like, it's just like, what the hell happened, man? When did this happen? When did we become the, like, of course they're going to go to the Phillies because the Phillies get stars team. Like, it's just, it's, freaking awesome but also super surreal man it's super surreal well honestly when you, when you're talking there during that whole time I, I just kept thinking back to cliff lee you know and i thought back to when cliff lee signed here um and 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 james frankly i don't think this happens obviously it doesn't happen without the run last year but you can't tell me that that trey turner wasn't sitting on his couch watching bryce yeah. hit that homer and and just Seeing what the ballpark was like and, and just I want to do like, that. I want to yeah. be the dude who hits it in the sea of red. People definitely thought that. Has to. He has to think that way. And Trey, this is again, I, I this is exactly what I envisioned, James. I envisioned Trey Turner sat down with his wife who's from Jersey. And I don't know if she talks like this, but maybe she's like, Yeah, what's up, Trey? Um, and she sat there, they're watching the game together, and Bryce hits goes big fly or Schwarber goes big fly and they see the place just start melting down. They see the rally towels. They hear Joe Davis regurgitate the swing of his life, uh, even though he's used it like three times after that. Um, <laughs> the catch of his life, the shot of his life. And, and, and they weren't just thinking, damn, that could be us like that. That could be us. And that can't be lost on on this fan base, and that can't be lost on 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 you, I, our listeners. That like we also made this happen. Like you can't convince me otherwise that we didn't make this happen as well. Because if that place wasn't as 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 raucous and special and just talked about on a daily basis amongst like baseball fans about wow, could you imagine playing in Philadelphia? 
then then I don't think Trey Turner's a Philly. And if we don't show up and show out the way that we did, I don't think John Middleton opens up his checkbook again. You know, like we're sitting here saying, oh, Jack this, Jack that, and and rightfully so. He he has done it. But I think that he he had to be so caught up in the emotion of what that was. And it had to be so intoxicating for that guy to see that ballpark as electric and filled up and just buzzing as it was. So, yes, I think Bryce Harper helps. Obviously, Kevin Long helps. Howie Kendrick helps. The $300 million to spend certainly helps. But this fan base, I, it, it's, it's everything. And, and you can't tell me it doesn't matter. I like, I almost want to shut down the pod. I feel like I have nothing else to say. That was like perfect, dude. Like perfect. I was going to, when you first started saying it, I was going to make a joke. It only took us 15 minutes to you know, give ourselves credit for, for Trey Turner coming here, but you're right, man. Everything you said is, is like dead freaking on. And I think, I think for the players absolutely watching it, look, we all know we're all, you know, adults, we know the way this works. Like in the at the end of the day, you know, you need a certain amount of money. Money, if if one team's giving you a lot more than the other team, you're gonna go to the team that gives you a lot more money and all that. But I think the the key points, the players wanting to come here because of that. But I think the point you made about John Middleton seeing that and being a part of that, and he was, we saw him. He we saw him during the the games. He came up and said hi, like by the WIP booth and all that stuff. And you know, he was a part of that. He was, we talked about it. Where was what game? It was a uh, game three. He's like, we got to win this now. Or after game three, he's like, yeah. got to win it. Got to win it. He's like, yeah, we were like, John, like what a year, man. Like, thank you for everything. And he's like, yeah, I got to win. We're like, well, all right, yeah. man. You're pretty intense pretty right intense. now. I appreciate it, dude. Intense. But like, not what I was expecting. I'm with you, man. Like, I think it's such a great point, Jack. I think he was down there. He saw it. He felt it. And he's like, I got to win, man. Like, I can't, That this is, this was fun, but I need to win this. And I think he felt that. I think it's such a great point by you, Jack. I think the fans in in multiple ways really did factor into Trey Turner being a Philly. And whatever else happens, it's offseason. The, the good things that happen, like, I really do think it played a role. I think you're right. Well, well especially because, you know, uh, if you're Trey Turner, you're in Washington. Um, you obviously got to the pinnacle there. And I actually, like... For as much as I crap on the Nationals, like I thought their fans are pretty good during that run. You know, they were, were some they loud... were really good. I agree yeah. with you. Yeah. For a fan base that just figured out what baseball was in what 05. Um yeah, you know... like li- literally, actually, yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Um, but you know, and, and if you're looking to pick your next spot, not really feeling like the Red Sox are weird. Um, New York's kind of New York. Uh, the, the Mets have, have Lindor. Well, yeah. And not just that, no matter what New York team you are, you're never the most important thing in New York. You're just never the most important thing in New York. Whereas like that run there, like the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies were literally legitimately the most important thing in this city, period. End of story. Like that's it. Nothing else mattered. Again, we, we talk all the time, but it's because for Jack and I, who, who for a living go in and you know, spend the vast majority of our life talking about the Eagles. Like that's our job. It's just what it is for a month straight for literally no one to care, to <laughs> care about an undefeated Eagles team is like, I, I don't think Jack and I could ever put into words how, like how truly astounding and stunning that is to us but that's what it was man like the phillies were all that mattered here like if you go to new york no matter what you're never going to be all that matters it'll never be like that it just won't and like sure he could have gone to the cubs 
you know, and, and the Cubs have a great fan base, but like how far away is that team from competing? Um, he could have been a Padre, but he was already a Padre and they traded him away. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be on the East coast. Like, I don't know. Again, if, for, if you're any, if you have any semblance of, of competitiveness inside your bones, you want to go there. You want to go there and you want to be a part of that party. Like we rip on this cat, Nick Castellanos all you want. The most chilling quote I ever got during the entire run was him saying, you're in the jungle. And I was like, (laughs) dude, dude, that's my guy. That is my guy. You keep sliding and catching baseballs. Don't worry about hitting. Hitting's overrated. We signed you for your defense. But you saying that Citizens Bank Park was a freaking jungle? That's my guy. South Philly Nick, as I call him. Um, I don't know, man. South Philly Nick is a title that's hotly contested. I know. We got got a few South Philly Nicks. I know. I know. Um, But, like, that's what I'm talking about, man, and how insane that place was. And you just you can't convince me that that Trey Turner sitting on his couch as he was wasting the last couple of years playing in LA where no one cares like, <laughs> yeah. it, where it's just like oh sick you yeah, won it's, a, reg- it's a regular games. season baseball team no one cares yeah i mean like oh sick you won 114 games you have dave roberts who's a terrible manager and like all this um and like the the the, the crowd showing up in like this third inning or whatever mm-hmm. here i mean dude I again one one part of the run that I'd never experienced was the place pretty much being full like at, at least a half hour before the oh, game. Oh yeah, dude, it was not like no one was missing anything. No. Um, and and we made this happen. We made this happen. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of things that had had to happen. Um, you know, one of the things that I think that we we talked about in the past, but like talk about having a guy that uh how nice it is to have a guy that the owner trusts with his money and just like <laughs> yeah it. you think so like, i mean geez louise <laughs> honestly that uh, like dabrowski's been you know obviously we love the move the moment it happened but yeah 100%. you know he's been even better than we expected in a lot of ways but i think the way that i didn't think about it initially is just the the owner being able to just completely and totally have the owner trust you and let you spend his money and let you run the team the right way. And like, I should have thought about that. Like I should have thought about him just having the cachet and the the resume and the pedigree to be someone who could can control the organization like that in a way, you know, and, and I should have given him that, you know, I didn't think about that. Our well, guy did. well, I know. Well, and, and thinking back on that time, it's like, Listen, we were pretty anti-Dabrowski. It couldn't just be like, oh, just kidding. He's great. You know, like it could be such a hard pivot. Um, But listen, we got there. I think we adjusted pretty quickly. Very quickly. Very quickly. And again, like we've talked about many times, you know, and that's the funny thing, too, is we're so excited about the the team right now the on the field and you know funny enough going back to the beginning of the pod, you know, kind of how like High Hopes itself, the, the name of the pod became kind of a a bit in and of itself, you know, we've often on this pod really gotten excited about the future of the Phillies a lot more than the now, <laughs> the Phillies, you know, that's kind of, and I think when Narazzi got here, why we got really excited about him right away was because we saw that, that he was good for the future of the Phillies. You know, we thought mm-hmm. it was like, wow, Preston Mattingly, Ani, the way he's building the organization behind the scenes, keeping the right people, you know, uh, the keeping Barber, keeping the driveline stuff, you know, and, and 
it felt like he was making really, really smart decisions on the organization itself. And, and that's when we're like, of course, like, you know, if nothing else, this guy's going to come in and know what a winning baseball organization should look like and how it should function and how it should act, which, yeah, you know, it seems so simple, but, but we clearly didn't have that. We didn't have that. So I thought that alone was such a big thing, but now it's, it's so funny because, you know, not only is he great at that, it's like, of course, yeah, he's also a, a Hall of Fame general manager because he's good at, at this stuff too and building a team and, and taking a team that's really freaking close and putting them over the top. And, and it feels like they're right there, man. And they're just saying, we know we're right there and we're freaking going for it. And that, and like freaking respect for that. Well, and, and, and respect because it doesn't always happen that way, James. Like, it doesn't always happen where teams are close and they want to go win. Like there's been, there's never been an era in sports where it's more trendy to tank and get draft picks than right now. And the, the, the or to are- just kind of consistently serve both masters, right? Like the, the guardians, I got it right. I was about to say the other name and I got it right. Mm-hmm. The rays, these teams that we love and appreciate because we are baseball fans and we love the sport and we are so impressed with the team with like, you know, $50 million like the Rays or $70 million or whatever it is. I mean, we're talking about a Philly team that's going to spend like 230 this year or whatever it is. Like these teams can can get the same or more amount of wins in the Phillies and, and in recent years, many more by spending, you know, a quarter of the money that they spend or whatever. And, and I just think that's awesome and so impressive and stuff. But the flip side is that with these teams is that they don't ever go all in. They don't ever say, hey, all right, you know, we're really freaking good. We we came with a, a Blake Snell decision of winning the world or whatever it is. We came within a Michael Martinez at bat of winning the World Series. Like these teams have gotten there and, and been right there, but but those teams are always trying to, to serve both masters. Hey, we're not gonna spend that much money. We're gonna be smart. We're gonna consistently recycle, consistently trade guys for prospects and still be and like the Phillies are not doing that. The Phillies are saying, hey, we got a moment here. And we're freaking go, especially with money, because look, they still haven't traded their top prospects and stuff. Like, it's not like we've got, like, they're still kind of able to, to play both sides with that. But on the whole, like we said to do it, they had a moment and they're seizing it. And that's, and, and they deserve a ton of credit for it. Well, or they could be, for example, the Yankees. Like it feels like the Yankees have had this sure. team for the last, last couple of years and they won't just push their chips in. And ever since Steinbrenner's left, you know, it's just been, they like, been content with with being where they are and it feels like middleton and cohen kind of have this little rivalry going on where it's like oh you signed verlander oh guess what here's like here's Trey turner last year uh or a couple years ago it was like mccann and whatever it's like okay well, we'll, we'll we'll re-sign jt um you know like there's just be it's a, it's a little rivalry between these two owners that have have talked big games i mean i mean cohen and, and middleton talk big games and um, I'll never forget, you know, the um, maybe like 15 or 2015, 2016, when Gerald's like, yeah, this guy who you don't know about, but he's going to become a big factor here, like wants to be the Steinbrenner of the South. And it's like, he's here. I mean, <laughs> he's here. <laughs> knock, knock. Here comes John. Uh, Jack, sorry. Um, he's here. He, he's freaking here. He just. You just signed Trey Turner, like, like three hundred million. He just I know dished he, out another three hundred million. No deferrals, none of that no. BS. Like, here is three. <laughs> I'm committing three hundred to one man. Hey, that other man. Here's three hundred and thirty million dollars. Here, this other dude. Here's a hundred and twenty-three million dollars. 
hey, other dude, here's a hundred million. Like, it's nuts, man. It's crazy. He is just dishing out nine figure checks on the regular Jack. Hey, Aaron, here's going to be here. Yeah, here's going to be a hundred million dollar extension. Yeah, for real. Um, for real. But but <laughs> with the way these pitching market probably might be the hundred million for three years. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Jeez, seriously. Um, but you know, we're talking about how close they are. And um Wow, it, they just it, I did real quick, it's just one of those like it keeps like Trey Turner. Like we're gonna watch Trey Turner play baseball every night. Like, anyway, sorry, I'm so yeah. excited. And, well, and he so cool. plays 162 games a year, which is like even more exciting. Um, uh, and the Phillies don't have a player like him, which is who he's going to be someone we haven't watched. We've not watched anyone like Trey Turner play baseball the last few years. And that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. I mean, the closest is like, oh, seven J like J roll. I mean, yeah, I'm talking about this group. Like I'm talking like within the last decade, we have not had a player like this. Like we have not had someone who can be this type of, you know, spark plug offensive player. Someone who's going to put the bat on the ball, like a legit true 300 hitter. Like, I mean, this dude's just going to be so much fun to watch. Yep. Um, 162 and 18, 122 and 19, uh, and then 148 and 160. Uh, that's how many games played the last couple of years. Also, uh, like if you ever just want to like, you know, kind of pinch yourself and start thinking about how fun this is going to be. Like if you just look at his last like four total seasons, his like uh, his average stats or whatever of 311. Like 311. Five... That's what I'm saying. Like 311, dude. Like dude hits, man. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, three eleven, uh, five hundred slug, uh, eight seventy ish OPS. Oh my goodness! up under under a hundred strikeouts, which like like oh, I think it's so beautiful. important for one two this year. Like I just I, I could like this. You can't have you it totally was hard, dude. It was totally. hard to win last year with those guys. Yeah, batting they set one, the two. record in the freaking World Series as a yep. team for straight. But I think it's good that you're bringing this up because I think it's a really interesting point. And I saw Joe Sheehan talking about this. Um, and I, I, it, it like I think there's been a lot of like blanching at the and look 11 years 11 years is gonna be 40 you know i don't think that anyone's expecting trey turner to be a great baseball player at 40 like you're you're factoring in some of this you know at the back end there will be some some issues and whatnot but and look who knows maybe they retire i don't bet trey turner plays till 40 he might retire before then and lose some of them like there's all kinds of ways that this can play out but ultimately the whole like i wouldn't bet on a speed player to age well is a faulty logic thing like Yes, if the only asset you have is speed or if it's your by far best asset, yeah, maybe don't bet on that player. Trey Turner's an awesome hitter. Like, he's an awesome baseball player. He just also happens to be super fast, too. Like, the Joe Sheehan was talking about, like, speed guys don't age well. Speed plus guys age really well. And I think that's something that that kind of gets lost in the discussion a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, um, and I know that there were some people – that were worried about like the shift and whatnot. Like he got a lot of, had a lot of shift hits or like infield hits and, and stuff like that. Um, but also like, he's just going to adjust, you know, yeah. like he's a why, hitter. He's like a real hitter. Why can't we just, why can't we just be like, Hey, you know, baseball players can change, you know, like I, it's not like he's going to go from well, like he, he'll, he'll probably go like 300. He'll, like I think he bats somewhere between 290 and 300 this year. Like I, I think it'd be, asking a lot to be like okay here's a 320 season from trey turner or whatever um like i'm putting the expectation at 290 to 300 um and by the way would we'll, we'll take that in a heartbeat and the other thing i was thinking about james was um bigger bases next year 
Like, yeah, that's another more steals, aspect. more you know, getting to first more. I mean, look, it will matter. It's a game of inches. I mean, how many times do you see those replays at the runner at first? It's like his foot is, a, you know, at this far for those are like a half inch away from hitting the bag. And it's like the ball's there. Like, that's going to change. I know it sounds silly, but we're talking about, you know, even if it's what, five, ten more hits a year or what? I mean, like, it could be something that, that over the long run does make a difference, especially with the steals, too. I, I think that will matter. Well, he, I mean, he should have. Like he had uh, 27 last year, 33 the year before that, 32 the year before that. Like, you know, I, I think 35 is. And look, is, Topper's is shown that he'll run, you know, as a team. They're willing to run too. So I, I tell you what, it's going to be nice having another adult base runner. Um, oh, like, buddy. I know. He, and, and look, he's also really, really fast too. Like, <laughs> even if Trey, like, if he's like speed, yeah, he might, like, you know, not be as fast at 35 as he is now. But the 35-year-old Trey Turner is still faster than like 80, 95% of players in the league. You know what I mean? That's the point. It's like he's like really, really fast. Uh, speaking of, of of just how fast Trey Turner is, I know it's not like the, the best comparison, um, but my buddy Kevin. Um, it's probably really bad. I, 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 I was wondering where you're going to go with it. <laughs> Saying someone that no one knew was not at all something I was expecting. Because, I know, yeah, but my buddy funny. Kevin played baseball at Villanova, and his freshman year, they went down to play NC State or whatever, and like it was his first game as a as a collegiate baseball player after you know playing with me at at in in Westchester mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or whatever. And so Trey Turner's batting and hits like a routine grounder that he's like done a thousand times and did what he usually did and by the time like he was ready to throw to first base straight turners <laughs> he was like he was like well this is a little bit different this <laughs> is awesome. this is a little bit different um awesome. so yeah just it just stupid speed and um just thinking about uh, we brought it up a little bit earlier but as we start working our way through this just how like it's gonna be it, it's gonna be what made, I think, 07 to 11 fun and even more fun than anything, but one of the underrated aspects was you had Rollins and Victorino or Rollins and Worth, and they could just they could just jump on you. Like, mm-hmm. they could just go. And whether it's Schwarber hitting a home run to lead it off for, like, Turner, um, like, the fact that they're adding a 99th percentile, like, speed guy I to know. the top full lineup that he's can just... so fast dude he's so fast i can't wait for like because i know a lot of phillies fans and, and i think most fans of most baseball teams just watch their team play you know there aren't you know we're the weirdos and look i think you know speaking to this specific podcast audience probably a little more you know baseball like i'm sure uh, high hopes listeners watch a lot more baseball than normal baseball fans do but you know not everyone's seen trey turner like just wait like this dude is like freaking lightning around the bases. It is. It, well, it is makes it look awesome. fast. Like he, yeah. he almost, he almost glides like, yeah. and, and I, I need him to do that slide here more often. Like I need mm-hmm. that to be a signature. The one that he, he, that he pulled off against Bryce. Like we need more of that buddy. Like yeah. you're a Philly now. You're not going anywhere. 11 years. Uh, um, Trey Turner, buddy. That's gotta, that's gotta be a signature. Right. I, I need, I need them. I need them winning a World Series game with Trey Turner sliding like that into home plate. Like the the nice part about Trey Turner is that he's pretty much as I would say he's just as fast as Roman Quinn, except he won't you know get hurt the second he tries to run as fast as possible. Yeah. No, he's so. like Roman Quinn esque. He's yeah. like he's right there. Like I don't know if he's as fast or or if he is, he might be, but he's right there. Like he is 
Roman quit. Like that's the thing. It's Roman Quinn level fast on a Hall of Fame yeah. baseball talent. Oh, like a guy like, that can hit and that's 300 hitter. Oh, no. It's a 330 guy playing short, 325, 325 guy who plays great defensive shortstop. And oh yeah, by the way, he's like Kenny Lofton. Like what? What? Like it's crazy. Um. And there's, I'm just, I'm just, I want to prepare everyone. Like, I, I know that baseball is traditionally like, ah, like we'll get in the door at like 7.15, 7.20 or whatever. I mean, by that point, the Phil's could already be up three, nothing. Like they, they, they're just going to, they're just going to jump on teams. And I, I forget what the stat is. I think like if you score, like if you go up like one, nothing in the first, you like win like 70 or percent of the time, like they're going to go up one, nothing a ton just by how fast that these guys can, can kind of, kind of, kind of jump on you. So, um, man, honestly, I know if Cassie can like, again, it is not crazy to think that he could be good next year. Like I, I'm not saying, I think it's a little crazy to think 309, 34 Homer good. But like to think he could be like 280, 20 something guy, like that's like really, really on the table. That is so possible, like so believable. I would expect something like that. Like, man, Schwarber just led the freaking league in homers. I, I like, and to your point, Bowman's not like people have down years, people, and it's look, Stott in his sophomore year. We know the sophomore slump, and like there are ways you can see, but like. The idea that Bowman's son aren't going to get better is is silly to me, you know? So, and Marsh, Marsh will get better. I mean, look at how much better he got just from being in Los Angeles to here. Just in that time, he got better. I, it's just, man, it's, um, I'm like, really, uh, you, I, I'm getting really excited. I know. Well, I mean, and, and it's like, I, I want the season to start. I'm ready to go. Like, bring me, I want Trey Turner leading off the season. Like, let's go. And it's like, I'm, I'm obviously glad they signed him. But like, I mean, couldn't wait till February, you know, like it's, it, we could have spent all off season talking about Trey Turner. Now it's like, we got him. It's like, well, now what are we talking about? <laughs> um, we'll figure it out. How about, how about guy? We should talk about uh, Carlos Rodon's wife continually liking tweets about the Phillies. How about that? I'm good to talk about that. I mean, again, I will say the reason you do 11 years, $300 million is to sign more dudes now. Like, that's why you do it. That's why you do it. I mean, that's why you do it. It's AAV. That's it. There's no other reason. It's to add more dudes to the team now. And if you think about it, like when we did our perfect golf season, we're going through and we're, I mean, I was thinking of like 35, 37 million a year for Turner. I mean, we, you took 10 mil off, 10 mil off 37, it's 27 a year. Like all of a sudden you give Rodon 30 million a year. I mean, it's like, Oh, you're still like money to maneuver with under the tax and you're still could go over the tax. It's nothing. It's pennies on the dollar. Like I just, Woo, buddy. Woo. Well, uh, apparently. Woo, buddy. Woo. <laughs> apparently, Dombrowski. Let's go. So, my official statement. Yes. Um, I know you can, you can, you can see my eyes right now, and you, you know how much pain that it does cause me to think about giving it all up. Mm-hmm. But sign Carlos Rodon. Yeah. Like, like. <laughs> I, I know I, I, it, it would it would kill my soul around the draft time when they have they're down four of their top six round picks or whatever. Um, now now before I go any further, Dabrowski, uh, I saw Alex Coffey tweet this out was like, yeah, we're, prob- we're probably not going to sign another qualifying offer guy, but he's like, never say never, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so so, but here's here's the reason why. 
I'm good with it. Uh, and obviously I'm good with it because it would make the Phillies like a freaking juggernaut and right. like the oh, minimum 110 wins, right? Um, <laughs> like minimum, sorry. They have to be there. Um, I, I keep forgetting that Bryce is missing the first half of the year. Like I can worry about that in April. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Right now. That's, that's future us's problem. Yeah, no, we don't, us now don't worry about that. I'll worry about I'll worry about Bryce's uh Bryce's missing the first half of the year around you know May of next year. But yeah. in the moment right now he's in my opening day lineup. And um I guess my my main feeling is that like just do it now and you, you probably won't do it next year. Like if we have to go sign another qualifying offer guy next year, I think something went pretty wrong. Mm-hmm. Um but like I, I don't see Wheeler, Rodon, uh, Ranger, Nola, Painter, whatever. Like that's probably the rotation next year. Um, and all the position guys are signed, other than Reese. Like every, literally, the entire rest of the diamond is signed. Like it's done. It's good. Yeah. So literally, it's like, I mean, they're all signed. It's done. Past so the, past the season. You 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 lose the four picks this year, which which has to happen if they're going to sign Carlos Rodon. But like it's one year. Like it's one year where where it all like you just have a you have less um, draft pick capital, but at the same time, and here's the, this is why the MLB draft's so weird and it doesn't make any sense. Like players are also going to fall, and, and, yeah, and there are going to be guys picked in the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth rounds who become freaking superstars. Like and, it's just every year, and who should have been like third or fourth round picks. Yeah, like it's just, for sure that it's, too because ha- of money stuff and all the yep. weird stuff. And all you have to do is talk to their agents and say, like, no, yeah. turn this down. We'll pick you in the ninth and we'll give you this bonus and you'll yep. be our guy. You're so right, Jack. It's such a great point. It's such a it's such a great point. <laughs> so, like, just do it now and, and get it out of the way. Like, I I it's funny. I opened today and I started today by watching a ton of Jameson Tyone. Uh, because I kind of got the sense that they were gonna they're possibly gonna sign. Oh, well, you're one for two in your calls, by the way. You said uh Tyone and Turner, that's my prediction. So, you know, one for yep. two. Now I will say if they do go Rodon, you know, your boy is perfect off season. I'm just saying a ridiculous perfect off season that shouldn't be hit. It's on well, the table. I'm just saying. you preface your perfect off season by saying, like, this isn't gonna happen. <laughs> but then I said, John, make it happen because it should. But yes. But um but I, I started my day and I was like, man, I, I kind of get this sense about Car- uh, John James Tyone. Like, I just wanted to, I wanted to have an educated opinion before, like, we did a podcast or I tweeted about it or anything. So I was like, oh, let me deep dive into that. And uh, tell you what, I'm very excited to get the Trey Turner highlights after this, and not <laughs> James and Tyone highlights. Um, but it's like, okay, so uh. let's let's say you sign James and Tyone for four years, sixty million. Um, which again it's just like he's fine i think he's a good four he's a good four but you're basically paying for durability and the ability to take down 30 starts and pitch competently and it and in that case if we're talking about spending money this offseason where these pitcher prices are are crazy like may as well just go for the the best guy right if you're gonna spend a bunch of money on pitcher why not spend I was going to say a little more, spend a significant amount more and just get the freaking best guy, you know? Well, because you, I do you... think, but this market too, like the guys in the middle, like guys are going to get more than they should because there isn't, because there aren't that many top tier guys. And the guys like the, the, you know, uh, Taiwan walkers and, and those middle Tyone Tyones, those guys who normally in other years are not worth quite what they're going to get are going to get more this off season. Yeah. I mean, dude, we love Zach Eflin. 
Yes. Zach Eflin got three years, $40 million. Mm-hmm. Like, he got like, the biggest contract the Tampa Bay Rays have ever handed out to a free agent. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, come on, dude. Like, really? Like, really? I know. Um, so, like, the, 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 the Phillies the... were like, no, we don't need you, Zach. We're going to go give Trey Turner $300 million. The Rays were like, Zach, you're our top guy ever. Yep. You're our Bryce Harper signing. Thank you for coming. Like, yep. I mean, think about that. The Zach Eflin emergency podcast that I'm sure some raised. Yeah, I'm happy we're not a raised pod tonight. Yeah. That's we never sure. we never said we're going to be raised uh, raised guys. We were always like Dombrowski's our guy. Um, no, no. no, I don't even know what you're talking about. Is this some bit that I don't know about or something? Yeah. Um, but it's just it's it like if you go get Carlos like just to avoid the qualifying offer and and to still still spend between like 15 and 20 million dollars a year on Jamison Tyone like just go get Rodon just yep. go get Rodon and board, buddy. And, and, board. and and lock it down and and yep. lock it down and knock this out and say hey 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 rest of baseball we're coming into this year and and by the way if you do this, then you don't have to trade McAble, Griff McGarry. Yeah, well, that's the point. You have that that next infusion of super cheap talent coming in to supplement, and that's how you do it. You balance. You, that's the beauty of like, you know, yes, you can't run a franchise where all you ever do is free agent signings. That will never work. Well, but if you can, if you can, we're supplement, getting close, buddy. If we're you, getting that's close. If you can supplement by drafting and developing guys well, then it's a lot easier to spend a lot of money and still, you know, have those reinforcements and have those other spots at cheaper prices and make it all work. Oh, and if if we're going really galaxy brain here, if we're going really galaxy brain, uh, Wheeler has two years left. Nola has two years left. You gotta have gotta replace them somehow. Painter, uh... Abel, Griff, and then oh, you spent all the money in the lineup. Because yeah. um, all three of them are locks to be great too, so there's no way up. any. Yeah, that's yeah. the way it works. Yeah, it yeah, works. yeah. Please not tonight, James. Please. Um, but it's uh, all right. We know we know Painter is going to be great. So whatever else happens is a bonus. But um, like, just just I just want you to I just want you to dream with me, buddy. Like, just doing think of Trey Turner's a Philly vada. It's already a dream, buddy. It but is yes, already a dream. Yeah. It is already a dream. But Trey Turner in the Phillies lineup, and then also having a rotation of Wheeler, <laughs> Rodone, Nola, Ranger, Painter. Like it, it's the it's the first off, it's the greatest team that this this team's this city's ever assembled. I mean, it's the it's from the a best. pure talent perspective, it is. Yes, it, it's not even that. not even close. <laughs> like like you have to win, you have to win. Like you do ultimately, like bottom line, like the best teams are the one that win it all. But I agree with you from a pure talent perspective. It would be the best team in the history of the Phillies, without a doubt. Not even close. Not even I close. think like you know, eleven, you know, is one of the ones you would think of, right? Like that'd be the first one. You know, one of them. I think it'd be the best team scrubs. in the history of the Phillies. That yeah, team, two thousand two thousand eleven, is uh, scrubs yeah. compared to the twenty twenty two Phillies if they if I mean, they, they had yeah. Carlos Rodon. Yeah, I mean, this is about like Harper, a healthy Harper in this lineup, like. I think right now, and I always I I crush you for this. Like whenever you do this, it's better than the 2018. I always get so annoyed with you. I think with a healthy Bryce Harper, this is the best Phillies lineup of all time. I'll say it. I don't care. I think I think right now, today, when Harper is healthy with Turner here, it's the most talented Philadelphia Phillies lineup I've ever seen. And I'll say something. I'll say something equally as bold. I'm not that excited for the 2026 Phillies anymore. Like I. (laughs) 
That's such a good point. Yeah. 2023 or 2023 Phillies, way more excited for them than the 2026 Phillies. Yeah, no. There doubt. was a there was a part where the 2026 Phillies was very excited for. Well, when you did that thing, it made a lot of sense. Like it was the it was it, I Thanks. was with you in the moment. I was like, yeah, this is a great call. You know, it's got to be, be honest. Yeah. Got to be honest. Having Trey Turner is a lot more fun to add to <laughs> the game six of the World Series. Um, yeah. Uh, so so uh, um, by uh, the way, I mean if they if they get them and they get Rodon, whatever. But you know. Then you figure out the bullpen later, like trade some pieces and get some studs in here. But regardless, like, like I'm just saying, John, Jack, Jack. I know that I know that James. You don't like I, when there are other Jacks. You gotta, you true. know, in this in this case, you gotta just be okay with it. True. Well, it's weird saying he my earned own name. It. Do you do you ever I have problems saying your own name? Like, so you, yes. And what I get even worse is like when we have a caller to the station named James, and there aren't many, or like when James Harden's getting talked about. And Joe will be something like James, something else. And he'll be talking about it, either a caller or James Harden. It it messes me up every time. So, right. yeah, so I feel your pain. I get it. So that's my problem. Even though my real name's John. So, oh, I wow. The- I can't make him even admitted to that. Normally you just you know, brush it aside like it's not a real thing. Yeah, it's awful. Um, <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm just telling. Like, I'm just telling you, there's nothing worse than walking into class and and first day of school and teachers like, oh, ja- John Fritz, are you here? And like, raise my hand, and then people start laughing. Like, oh, I thought your name was Jack. It's like, yeah, teacher, my name is Jack. Okay, I've been gone my I've been <laughs> by Jack my entire life. Okay? Oh, buddy, I know, I know. And now my emails, I don't want to get my email out, but it's John instead of Jack. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's all a disaster, and all the bad memories are flooding into my brain. Oh, um, buddy. But Jack Middleton, just dream with us. Like, yeah. like I want, like here for obviously everyone out there listening. Like, you can close your eyes and you can envision this as well. But the real person that I need to close their eyes and envision this is is John Middleton. Mm-hmm. And John, Jack. <laughs> yes, Jack, <laughs> uh, Jack. Like, let me just lay this out for you, buddy. How does this sound? JT Romito, Reese Hoskins, Bryson Stott, Trey Turner, Alec Bohm, Kyle Schwarber, Brandon Marsh, Nick Castellanos slash Bryce Harper, Zach Nick Wheeler, Castellanos, Zach yeah. Wheeler, Carlos Rodon, Aaron Nola, Ranger Suarez, Andrew Painter. You can have that for a mere $32 million a year. Like, I mean, <laughs> for, we're for, already there. Uh, just $32 million more. That's it. Listen, hey, 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 Jack. You know, seventy-eight million is how much the city made you this offseason or this this World Series run. It's time to reinvest that money and, and bring us and bring us uh, bring us Carlos Rodon. So, um, dream with us. I understand Jamison Tyone like has some interesting qualities about him, but everyone who I talked to is like, I love him, but he's a good four. Give me a give me an ace, buddy. Give me an ace. And also, if you want to trade for a guy, I'm cool with that as well. But like, yeah, much yeah, it's fine. One. Yeah. Yeah. Just pay for him. He's right there. He's he's waiting for you. His wife can't stop liking Philly's tweets. All right. Like she liked the Turner one today. Again, we talked about in the playoffs. She's liking like the, you know, Citizen Make Park tweets and the Harper tweets. Today, apparently she liked John Heyman's Trey Turner signing with the Phillies tweet. Like she She's is one of us. She is so desperate. For you to sign with the Phillies, for Rodon to sign with the Phillies, Middleton, like they are on a silver platter. Just make it happen. 
I mean, when Jack is just fully on board to give up all the draft picks, like, you know, we've reached a, a like a critical stage where you just have to make it happen. I mean, this is, this is as rare as it gets right here. Jack just saying bleep the draft picks, go get him is like really, really, really rare territory. One so. year. One year. Yeah. This is it. This <laughs> it's is a it. one year. It's a one moment. Repeater. You cost me. You cost me a second round pick with Cassianos, and that's on yeah. you. Yeah. Um, Where would you be without those catches, though? Right. I mean, without that that defense, because no one else in right field would have made those catches. I'm just saying. I'm just fair saying. Counter. Fair yeah. counter. Yes. Um. So I, Trey Turner is a Philly. It's crazy. It's so cool, man. It's you so ready cool. for you ready for my other idea? Yeah. It's actually it's actually my take bag, but. I, well, I, let's, let's get to the, we're 51 minutes and it feels like we're we're firmly in take bag territory what do you got how's this how's this for an idea trey turner and center field you've re-signed gene and you have stopped <laughs> gene trey turner and center field marshy and right and cassianos at dh until uh until bryce is ready i'm gonna say no <laughs> I'm going to give you an even big no on that one. I'm just saying. I'm just Creative. saying. If 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 things You're get desperate hard here. to keep Gene here, and I appreciate that. I love Gene. We'll miss you, Gene. Goodbye. Things are getting desperate here. Oh, by the way, like speaking of trades, um, like every Marlins young starters available besides Alcantara. Like, if you're not going to give me, if you're not going to give me Carlos Rodon. Bring me Jesus Lazardo or oh, Edward Cabrera. Buddy. Yeah. Like, uh, dude, I love Ed- Edward Cabrera it's so nasty. Yeah, he, he's well, really good. And, and Lazardo, I mean, is a former top prospect in the sport. Well, and his second half of the season was like Cy Young numbers. Like, was he really? I stopped like, paying attention. By the way, by the way, if you're a little early, I like you're you're not even you're not even talking about Pablo. You're just going straight to Cabrera and Lazardo. I love it. Pablo is close to getting paid and all that stuff. I like Pablo. I like Pablo. He's hit or miss, Pablo. I don't think he's certainly not as dominant. His high end is not as good as those two. That's for sure. Like his highest. I'm, I'm just. I'm a sucker for stuff. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's a bold, a bold strategy. Sucker for stuff. But a real, I mean, a really early fantasy baseball tip is draft Jesus Lazardo. Like I like think it. he, he started to figure it out. Um, but the nice part about, um, so if they want to get, they, I think they should make a trade this offseason. Even if they don't sign Rodon, I think they should. Um, but like they have Rojas, which they have center field pretty much locked down, um, with Marsh and then they drafted Justin Crawford. So Rojas becomes available. And then there's a younger player, uh, how you Lee, who I think has like really good bad to ball skills, basically second baseman. And I just don't know where he plays, you know, like, I just don't know where, like, I don't know. I know he's like 20 or whatever. Um, but like stats not really going anywhere, and uh obviously Trey Turner's not going anywhere, so it's like <laughs> kind of the right time to make that trade if you want to get crazy um with it. And yeah, that's about it. Honestly, I just wanted to throw out the uh the center <laughs> Love it. I'm all and in see how you handle it. Also, Carlos Estevez signing with the uh, Angels was just I saw you tweet about that that he was your top guy. That was tough. Yeah. Well, yeah. I also love when you we do a whole podcast called our perfect offseason podcast and we talk about everything we want the team to do. And then like a week later, I see you tweet Carlos Estevez as your top option and he was not mentioned once in our perfect offseason. So I was like, all right, well, I guess Jack's just saving his best stuff for Twitter. Cool. Well, I think I actually blame <laughs> 
I blame uh, uh, the free agent tracker because oh, I guess his salary was so low. And you, and you, I love how you also leap from like you want him to he is your top, top priority. Well, from a really pitching perspective. It's great. <laughs> well, um, tell me that he wouldn't become your top, uh, top pitching prospect or top pitching whatever if you, didn't, if you didn't realize that he had like four extra inches of vertical movement oh, on his fastball oh, outside of, of Colorado. You're right. I would have been all in. I would have been all in. Actually, I do like that stat. I'm serious. I actually really do like that. Thanks, buddy. It's actually, a really good point. I would be in on that. Yeah. So, uh, it, well, the, the the good part is he signed with the Angels, so like his career's over. It's um, it's irrelevant. Yes. I mean, you could probably yes. trade for him at the deadline if he went to the Dodgers. It'd be a little bit different. Um, but yeah. So, um, really exciting, <laughs> really exciting. Uh, and now I just like Trey Turner's like obviously the entree, but now I need to see. Just need to see how the rest of this thing comes together. I need to see if we get a Dombrowski trade. I need to see like if we if we sign Rodon, if we sign Taon. Um, yeah, it's just you know, give me more. I need more. Is the, the my last statement? Love it. All right. Um, we will be back if they sign Rodon. Like obviously, immediately. What about Taon? Yeah. Well, it's always about. I'm getting there. So if they trade for Shane Bieber, if something happens, like we're there. If they sign Tyone, we're probably going to wait till next week to ring the bell. Come on, man. We'll talk about it. I mean, you just told everyone what you thought about it. But we, look, you spent a lot of time watching highlights. So, like, we, we're not going to waste that. <laughs> we, will on, definitely, we will definitely break down Tyone. We'll let you give your, your soliloquy about your hours of highlight watching that we need to break down and why, spend, spend uh, you know, 56 minutes talking about why he's going to be a solid number four starter for the Phillies. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be a riveting pod. I think the Trey Turner one might do better numbers. I don't know. Well, I mean... I did. I mean, please respect the fact that I did watch a full time. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. Did I? I knew that. That's why I said, yeah. "Don't worry, you'll get." We'll see. Well, what and, the, and, we'll you see what how, and you know how you know and you know how dumb my brain is, right? Where, of course, like I just watched the 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 dominant seven inning shutout start. Like it wasn't even of one of the of course starts. He got shelled, um, and I texted like my two Yankees buddies that like I trust. Like they watch like every game. They're not, like front runner fans. And like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, no, I love they call him JMO. I was starting to call him JMO. I like so. JMO. So honestly of all the things we've talked about, the him being like being able to call him JMO is like the number one reason I would be good with <laughs> yeah. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Uh, but at this point JMO. Yo, we got JMO on the other night. Yeah, I know. I could do that. I could I could see myself there. I know, but then I'm already thinking about the fraud Phillies fans who like just started paying attention to the World Series run, and then them being like, "Ah, JMO," and like be the it'd be the new ill shirts, which I hate. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's gone. That's a, yeah, thing that just kind of just yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So it's not a bad point by you. Thank so you. again, even more reason we'll, we'll see. There might be a JMO emergency pod. There might not. We're not sure yet. But it probably won't be fifty-eight minutes if I had to guess. Yeah, I yeah. You could, yeah, don't guess. You could bet on that. Uh, either way, we'll be back if the Phillies make us be back. If not, we'll definitely be back next week. Uh, any final thoughts, Ritzy? Trey Turner is a Phil, buddy. Trey Turner. Trey Turner is a Philly. Oh my god, this is. <laughs> What a what a freaking couple months, man! What a, what a couple months. Not bad, us. not bad, not I'm bad time to be you and I. I'm really happy for us. I'm really happy for all of us. Everyone listening to this, I'm so happy for us. This is uh, it's pretty cool. We deserve it. We deserve it. We'll be back. He's for himself. Mm-hmm.